0: This is the movement of the Holy Family. So welcome to our daily rosary meditation. Today, we were in the village of Ein Kerem, the birthplace of John the Baptist. John the Baptist is a very important person for us during Lent because he calls us to repentance and conversion. So let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those that we've promised to pray for. St. John the Baptist was one of the greatest saints of all time. Perhaps no one gets greater praise from Jesus than he does, since the Lord says, of all men born of women, there is no one greater than John the Baptist. What was John's secret? How did he attain such heights of holiness? And how could he become the greatest of the Old Testament prophets? More importantly, how can we imitate his virtue? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Now, the first thing we see in St. John the Baptist is his physical self-mastery. John eats wild locusts. John wears camel hair. Have you ever worn camel hair straight on your skin? That would be worse than burlap. Burlap. So you've worn burlap. (laughs) And John lives out in the desert. Why does he do this? Why does preparation for Christ require discipline of the body of the flesh? Because there's only room for one God in our life. And if our main goal in life is pleasure and entertainment or comfort and security or good health, then Jesus can't be our Lord. So we have to fast. We have to deny ourselves. Now, we don't have to do it publicly or in big, dramatic ways, but we have to routinely say to the desires of our flesh, I belong to Jesus, not to you. Now, purple is the color of Lent because it's a time to make room for the Lord Room to come to us in a greater way by our self discipline and sacrifice. So, what sacrifices are you going to make this Lent? Almost everyone is enslaved to their phone and their screens. Can you lay them aside for a period of time each day? One hour two hours? If not, then we are slaves. And if we can't do these things, then how are we going to reach the freedom from pleasure, which is the prerequisite for becoming a hero for Christ, the way John the Baptist was?
1: Of our death. Amen. Hail hey,
0: oh Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee.
1: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory
0: be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh,
0: my Jesus,
1: forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: The next quality that we need from John the Baptist is that of detachment from the opinions of others. John the Baptist is able to speak the truth and to speak it plainly. He is absolutely fearless. He speaks truth to the priests, the Pharisees, the soldiers. He speaks truth to King Herod himself. John has no fear. How does he do that? He does it by the discipline of Of solitude. He goes out into the desert. He spends time in silence with God, listening to God, and then thinking about it. John conforms his mind to the mind of God rather than to the world. That is what's most important. John doesn't constantly think about what other people think and this makes him free to know the truth. The question for us is do we spend time in solitude and silence thinking about God's word? Conforming our thinking to God's thinking How much time do we spend digesting the news or the opinion of the world or this commentator or this analyst or that blogger conforming our minds to them? We need to conform our mind to Jesus. But that means time in silence reading the word of God and thinking about it. This is why John was free and why John was powerful. Only then will you be able to give this lost world the truth when they come asking for it. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary,
1: Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh,
0: my Jesus,
1: forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: The next thing we learn from John the Baptist is is to be detached from the outcome. There's a certain point in John's life where his influence starts to fade. And the reason it fades is because Jesus is taking his place. Jesus starts baptizing more people than John does. Jesus starts attracting all of John's followers. And John's disciples are upset. They say, hey, Tell Jesus to stop destroying this ministry you've worked so hard to build up. And John the Baptist says that he is content and that he even rejoices at Jesus taking over. John says he must increase and I must decrease. See, John doesn't care about success. John doesn't care about making his mark in the granite. All he cares about is whether Christ is known and loved. We have to remember that our projects, the things we build, the things that we place so much importance on, (coughs) are not that important in themselves. All that matters is that we do good for others, and that people come closer to Jesus. If that happens, better by our work being dismantled or ignored or updated by someone else, so be it. He must increase. We must decrease. We spend so much time trying to carve our names into the face of the earth, but this earth will pass away. All that matters is that our names and as many names as possible be written in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. and Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: John the Baptist was an arrow pointing to Christ. The church has always taught that John the Baptist is the last of the great Old Testament prophets. The whole Old Testament is an arrow to Christ. It's the promise and foretelling of the Messiah. Well, one day, John the Baptist saw Jesus, and he chose that day to take the whole Old Testament into himself. And John became the embodiment of the Old Testament. He became the arrow. He pointed to Christ, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. This is the most important way we're called to imitate John the Baptist. Each one of our lives has to become an arrow pointing not to ourselves, but to Jesus. When people look at us, what do we want them to think? Oh, how great he was. Oh, how wonderful she was. How about she loved Jesus she led me to Jesus he was a man of prayer this is especially important for our children and our grandchildren it is not your job to make holy children or grandchildren you can't make anybody do anything our job is to give our children and grandchildren holy parents and grandparents that's your job is that what you're giving them I could use a little work And that's why we turn to John the Baptist. John, help us become an arrow leading everyone in our lives to Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
0: Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee.